Hello and welcome. I'm Dr. Kenitra Bryant, and today's motivational aim targets sufficiently secure. First, I want to thank you all for tuning in, and over the next six podcast episodes, I will complete a series from a Bible plan I was able to write some years ago entitled Sufficiently Secure, Supernaturally Saved, Single, Satisfied, and Set Apart. For each podcast episode, I will break down some key targeted qualities for individuals to think about regarding their identity as a single person. This Bible plan is not exclusively geared towards a single, often described or identified as a person who is not married. Although this Bible plan encourages singles, the aim is to encourage all individuals because whether one is married or not, they are a human being with individual issues, and just because someone is married doesn't mean that they are void or exempt from personal battles. Because when one goes to sleep at night, their individual issues are still with them. Now, although a spouse can be affected or impacted by their spouse, that person solely as a single human being, as an individual person, they have things that they have to work on within themselves. You have some people who believe that if they get married, all of their problems will go away. All of their insecurities will just magically disappear. Some people have convinced themselves that a marriage is the answer to the individual struggles and battles that they face, only to realize that when they are joined together in marriage, not only are those issues that they're dealing with individually They're still there, but sometimes their individual issues are amplified to a higher degree because what they thought they would gain in a person or what they thought that person would provide is non-existent. And this is not to disrespect the other party. It just shows that we have to be accountable and responsible for dealing with the issues within. Some people look on the outside to fix an internal problem. And only Jesus can satisfy us in totality. Companionship is great. A God-honoring marriage is dynamic. And being in a relationship, man, that's awesome. But being satisfied and whole in Jesus Christ is the ultimate blessing and satisfaction for anyone's life. But how do we get there? Well, of course, it isn't easy. And I don't have all the answers. But my aim is to direct you and encourage you towards the target and to the one who has everything you need as a single individual person, and that is Jesus Christ. So that was the inspiration behind the creation of this Bible plan. My aim was to encourage individuals, no matter their relational status, to seek Christ and allow everything else to fall in place at the right time instead of rushing into things Because a blessing out of season is a curse. Reason being, there are some things that we all have to go through and develop in in order to handle and receive the blessings that God has for us. Although they are ours for the taking, we still have to become secure in Christ, secure in the promises of God, and secure in our abilities to live a God-honoring life where we can properly handle what God has entrusted and blessed us with. Everything that God has blessed us with 
or anything that we receive requires a certain level of responsibility and accountability. And if one is not mature and ready, they can mishandle the blessings and it will cause them more harm than good. Also, if one receives something at the wrong time, it can be damaging. Or somebody takes something at the wrong time, trying to make it work, it can be detrimental to one's life. And if I were to give an example, let's say a parent wanted to bless their child with a unique, one-of-a-kind classic vehicle. This vehicle is in the family's garage, and it's just so nice. It's custom-made. Everything is intact. It's paid for. And then the parent tells the child, this is your car. It's in your name. It's paid for. The insurance on the car will be taken care of. I already have your gas money, vehicle maintenance, and any emergency that you need in the future. I've already put all the money you need in an account. And this is a debit card for you to access those funds. But the only issue is the child is six years old. Now you and I know, well I hope you and I know, that the child is not ready for that blessing. Why? Because that blessing comes with a real responsibility. And in order for that child to get to the level where they can handle the blessing, they have to go through a series of developmental training. This happens in their everyday life where they learn responsibility, they learn accountability, they learn what a vehicle is and the purpose of a vehicle, they learn the dangers associated with individuals not handling vehicles properly, they learn human behavior, they learn about money, they learn about insurance, and so much more. And they're not going to learn all of that in a year's time because of their level of understanding it has to increase. It would be detrimental to give the keys, the debit card, or the title to a six-year-old because they are not ready. Their minds are not developed to handle that type of responsibility, although they might be responsible in some things, but in this case, they aren't ready. And another thing, the blessing is too big for the child. The blessing is for the child but to operate in the blessing, one has to meet the requirements to handle it. The vehicle might be the blessing and the promise, but the child can operate the vehicle. Their legs aren't long enough. Their arms aren't long enough. They can't see over the wheel. They can't see danger. They can't see what's coming. And even if they allow someone to get in the passenger seat while they are driving, and this person is giving them directions, they aren't ready to adequately follow them because they can't operate in the blessing effectively. And this is similar to all of us. Picking up things, doing things, rushing into situations might not be the best thing for us at a particular time because there are some things we need to learn individually before we can operate effectively in what God has for us. Once again, that doesn't mean that we aren't blessed, but circumventing situations, manipulating people in situations for what we think the outcome of a blessing out of season will be is detrimental in the long run.
you have some people who rush into relationships for the sake of having someone in the person they have they really didn't know. You have some people, not everybody, who rush into acquiring a position for the sake of status and they don't realize what that status comes with and what they have to do to maintain it, whether it is positive or negative. You have some people who will make poor decisions for the sake of proving someone wrong who cares so much about them, only to realize if they would have just listened, a lot of things that they're experiencing could have been avoided. Now, are the individuals who've made these decisions bad people? No, they are not. But sometimes, some people get caught up in the hype, they get caught up in their selfish desires, and then they can get caught up in trying to right a wrong with another wrong, and then they have an issue. That is why it's important that we all know who we are and whose we are. We don't need a person, another human being, who has their own set of issues that you know about and some issues you don't have a clue about. We don't need to get to the point where we are seeking validation from people as if they are God. Now, validation, God-honoring validation, and God-honoring acceptance, that's great. Love is great. But knowing who you are in Christ is better because there are some things that you will not tolerate or allow. When you know who you are and whose you are, you will know that God created you for a reason, whether you are single or married. God created you for a purpose. And when we remain in relationship with God, he will reveal his plan for our lives. And for the person who is single, don't misunderstand or misinterpret your singleness as a life-threatening disease. Being single has nothing to do with your lack of desirability or failure on your part. Singleness is an opportunity for individuals to discover in time the blessings and plans God has for that person's life. Don't allow people to tell you that since you are single, you are not desirable, that you're nothing, something is wrong with you, you have a problem you don't know how to communicate with people. Just in those statements alone, let you know it's time to get around real people who know who they are in Christ because a person who is securing themselves would have never told a single person something like that. If anybody, whether single or married, tells another single person that they're nothing, they're unsuccessful, They'll always have these issues and you're not anything until you're married. Those statements reveal who those people think they are. Their statements let you know that they think that just because they are married or they're in a relationship or they're seeking to be with someone, that if they get in a relationship with someone, that they will be desirable or they are desirable now or they are someone now. There's something now. They are right in all areas of their lives now and they are the solution to life's problems because they're married and they are dynamic communicators now because they are married. See, what they've done is allowed the idea of marriage to think that their individual issues are fixed. 
but those lies and those hurtful, hateful statements that they projected on a single person, what that person has done is reveal that they have major problems within that they are just projecting on you. And they really can't understand why you were content in being who you are and what you're doing and waiting on God's best. They can't understand that. Because if the truth be told, if and when you find out how an individual like that who talks down on you really got with their spouse, how they got with their spouse, how they married their spouse, or begged their spouse to be with them, or even manipulated some situations to get someone to marry them. It's something that you do not want. And I think some of you all know what I'm talking about. Am I judging a person like that? No. But people need to be, some people need to be very careful on what they say to other people. Because when things are revealed, then they try to hide it and run. So don't be discouraged because you are single. There is nothing wrong with you. There is nowhere where I've read in God's word where it states, if you are a single person, then you are nothing. You're undesirable. You have a problem. You don't know how to communicate with people. You're a loser. God didn't say that about you. That goes contrary to his nature. That goes contrary to his word. So that is a lie. And the person who told you that and projected that trash on you, that person is a liar. And that person is operating in an evil way towards you. God never said you were a loser. God said that you are a champion. A champion is defined as a person who has defeated all opponents in a competition or a series of competitions, so as to hold first place. And God's word confirms that you are a champion because Psalm, the 118th chapter, and the 7th through the 8th verse, in the Message Bible states, God's my strong champion. I flick off my enemies like flies. Far better to take refuge in God than trust in people. God never said that you were not desirable. No, God said in his word in Song of Solomon, the fourth chapter and the seventh verse, that you are absolutely beautiful, my darling. There is no imperfection in you. God never said that you lack in any area of your life. No, God said in Psalm, the 34th chapter and the 10th verse, the lions may grow weak and hungry, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. God never said that you are not worthy of love. No, God said in Romans the fifth chapter and the eighth verse that God the Father shows his love for us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Now that sounds like you are worthy of love to me. God never said that you were incomplete. No, God said in Colossians the second chapter and the tenth verse and you have been made complete in Christ, who is the head over every ruler and authority. Don't accept this trash and these lies from these people. It doesn't matter your age. Whatever God said about you or concerning you is the truth. Believe and receive and operate 
in the blessings he has for you in this time of singleness. And don't jump into anything because of someone projecting lies and their own insecurities on you. Wait for God's timing. His timing is the best timing for your life. And if you are married, operate in the plans God has for you individually also and what he's called you to do. I'm not saying to start a riot with the person you're married to, but operate in the way God wants you to operate. Live in the way he wants you to live because we all have to individually give an account for how we lived our lives, what we did with our time, and what we've done with the resources God has blessed us with. Don't allow the distractive voices of others influence you to believe the lies that your singleness in Christ equates to you not being worthy of love, not knowing how to love, or that you're an outcast that doesn't measure up. Now, if you think about it, you are an outcast. That is a compliment as it relates to your determination to follow Jesus Christ. You have to be a person rejected by the world and the world's ways in order to be an outcast for Christ. To be an outcast, you don't fit into what people are doing contrary to the word of God and a determined follower of Jesus Christ. So if you are an outcast, you are set apart. And that's great. And that's one of the best compliments somebody can give you. But normally... When someone states that a person who is following Christ is an outcast, they want to present it and make it sound as if it's very negative. But in actuality, it's not. Just aim to renew your mind and realize that it is a compliment and press forward. Boldly stand for Christ during your season of singleness, exhibiting an attitude of gratitude. God knows where you are and he's got you covered. Don't spend this significant season allowing the world's standards to permeate your mind with images that cause you to dislike where God has planted you for divine development. Don't allow the insecurities of others distort your sufficient, secure confidence in Christ because some people project the problems that they're encountering based off of their deliberate choices that they've made and the consequences that they are reaping, they want to try to put that on you. And if you allow that trash to stick, then you'd be walking around like, man, maybe something is wrong with me. My biological clock is ticking. I am getting older. Nah, there's nothing wrong with you. Reject the lie. You are not incomplete because you are single. You are not incomplete because you are a virgin waiting for marriage. If you're around people like that, you don't have time to convince them that you are okay. Leave these people alone. Pray for these people and forgive them. Because some people attack one's God-honoring decisions because they're insecure. And they feel guilty based off of the decisions that they've made. And then they project that onto people. Okay, you're not incomplete because you're a single parent waiting on God's best. Don't allow people to tell you otherwise. Don't settle for Shmigo and Quasimodo. The aim is to be with someone who is living for God wholeheartedly, and they have all their teeth in their mouth. All of them. 
you are not incomplete because you walked away from toxic relationships. Some people would rather stay in a toxic situation to say that they are whole and they have somebody. But in actuality, they are still single, dealing with their own individual issues and the issues brought on by that toxic situation. And some people want that for others based off their ignorance, even though it's not God's best. You are not incomplete because you aim towards God-honoring relationships and you won't compromise your values. No longer allow the enemy to feed your past flames of insecurity. The truth is setting you free and you are sufficiently secure in Christ. When the attacks of insecurity creep in saying, Why aren't you married yet? What's wrong with you? You're getting too old. No one wants a virgin waiting for marriage. No one wants a single parent raising children. No one wants a grandparent who has sense. No one wants a smart woman with a degree. Guys like dumb girls, and you're too successful. So they don't want you, and that's the price you pay for going to school, obtaining degrees, and being so smart. Or you'll never do such and such and so and so. All of those statements are lies. Don't believe that trash. Proclaim God's word out loud of who God says you are. During this season of singleness, it is vital to understand that although you are single, you are totally complete in Christ. Some individuals might experience many disrespectful comments from those closest to them regarding their intentional efforts to live a lifestyle of God-honoring values while faithfully waiting for their spouse if you're believing for one. Despite the snide remarks, remember that you are indeed complete, you are whole, and you're sufficiently secure in Jesus Christ. And a scripture I would like to leave you with is Psalm, the ninth chapter in the 10th verse, which reads, Those who know your name trust in you because you have not abandoned those who seek you, Lord. I selected this passage of scripture as an encouraging reminder for you so that you will know without a doubt, as God has already declared, that God is supreme. The very nature of Father God is that he is sovereign. God has all power and authority. And when you know that and you truly believe that, you understand that he sees all, he knows all, and he is invested in you. Knowing who God is, that he is your protector, your creator, and the one who can turn any and every situation around is very comforting. And we should trust not only in his ability, but in his name. Because God will not abandon us. God will not reject us. God will not leave you destitute. God does not do any of those things to his children those who seek him, and those who are determined to follow him. God is our refuge. He provides protection from the physical elements we encounter, as well as the spiritual, relational, and emotional elements that seek to destroy our belief and our security in him. 
Remember what Psalm 118th chapter in the 7th verse states? God is your strong champion. Knowing this is a blessing because no matter what, God will always provide security to those who seek him. God loves you and will supply each and every one of your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. God is our sun and shield and promises to provide us with grace and glory withholding no good thing from us when we do what is right in his sight. And even if we do get off of the right target, repent and get right back on track. God loves you and remember, you are sufficient and you're secure in Christ alone. Boldly realize and proclaim this truth during your single season because it will put things in perspective in your God-honoring relationships. Today, faithfully proclaim that you are complete and sufficiently secure in Jesus Christ. Thanks for tuning in. Visit drkenitrabryant.com to download the Sufficiently Secure, Supernaturally Saved, Single, Satisfied, and Set-Apart devotional on the site You can order inspirational apparel and you have the option to connect with me on Instagram at aim towards the target. And another way to connect with me is on the YouVersion Bible app where you can subscribe and complete a variety of Bible plans individually or collectively with your friends, your co-workers and family. Remain encouraged as God strengthens you to be sufficiently secure in who you are. Thank him that he supernaturally saved you. Praise God that he's keeping you. Praise God that he's satisfying you and setting you apart for great things in your life. Enjoy your day. Peace and God bless.